I'm Angela Damiano. And I'm Jessica Santucci. This is our crime-loving podcast, Unbeknownst to Me. Where we talk about crime and all the other shit that goes on in life. We're sisters. We love crime. And swearing. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. All persons and events mentioned in this podcast are allegedly true based on our research. Every story discussed is used for entertainment purposes only. All the names, events, places, and crimes mentioned are derived from public resources and are subject to further investigation. Hello. Hi. Wait, I'm not ready. Oh, Jesus. You ready now? Yes. Sending text messages on my dime. Listen, I gotta get it all the way because then if it starts, like, which the only person who would do this to me, it's like he knows that I'm doing something, is Steve. Your freaking husband. He would literally go off and get married. Call me immediately, like, in the midst of this whole thing. Honey, this is important. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's like, do you remember that time? Yeah, do you remember that time a deer walked in through the front yard? I'm like, okay. So, yeah. I feel like, and this is awful because it's my story to tell. Wait, are you recording? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I said, are you ready? <laughs> I didn't even see you. You were so swift about pressing the button. That's my DJ. Yeah. Not that I'm a DJ. <laughs> I'm a DJ. Um, I feel like I have a frog in my throat. <clears throat> so, I feel like I sound extra, like Shrek. Well, I Which think... Which I kind of look like him today in my swamp green, too. It's a nice camo shirt. Thank Good you. Good for you. So Josh hates camo. I'm not a huge fan of it either. So I think it's really cute. I don't know why. So I bought like six pieces of camo and okay. I made him watch me unwrap every piece because I know he hates it. Oh, Angie, to live the, to be in a relationship with you <laughs> must be the best thing in the world. I don't know why I do have a big obsession. With making people do or see things they hate. Like, yeah, you're just like, um, you hate b- taking pictures, so take 30 <laughs> yeah. pictures with me right now. Or like, he hates, he hates, Josh hates that we follow that nasty Instagram account where they show like people's brains and stuff. Like, he hates oh, it, he hates yeah. stuff. So I'm always like, honey, look! <laughs> and you're rude. You like to laugh at people's misery, I, I think. I do. I don't, mm, I was going to say it's a personality flaw, but is it a flaw if it brings you a lot of joy? I mean, I think it's rude for other people. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I guess it's a flaw. Yeah. I don't know. But so. Welcome to Unbeknownst to Us. Welcome. Me. To unbeknownst, unbknownst to, to me. me. We'll learn the name of our Everything own show. is unbeknownst. Okay, listen, here's the other thing. Okay. Um. Oh, and that's, I'm Jessica. That's, I'm Angela. We, so we're re-recording this episode because. <sighs> so unfortunate. We, the last time we recorded it, the audio's really bad and we're trying to figure out how to freaking do this. Episode period. four, technically episode five, but episode four of our crime podcast because we have therapy. We have do have episodes. Um, and we're still trying to figure out our audio and it really sucks because last one we killed it. 
It was, it just was well, it was just very natural. And Angie said that she, we're, we are going to re-record our first episode two. Ugh. Because Angie was like, I was re-listening to our episodes and we sound so much more comfortable now. We do. We sound like on our first episode. It was bad. It you, was a joke. Yeah. It's basically <laughs> like watching a baby deer learn to walk. Only it's like, listening oh, to it. Yeah. It was precious. And you know, maybe one day we'll release it as an embarrassing thing. Maybe we could release it on April Fool's Day. Funny. And be like, listen to this. Look, listen, listen to these jokers. jokers. Yeah, um, but the other thing about our last podcast that we're re-recording, episode four, which was my story to tell, I was listening to it in my car, you know, and we thought we had this in the can. Like, we were like, yes, we're about to put this out. I thought I blew out my car speakers because I was so loud <laughs> and you sounded like you were in a dark cave. Far away. That make we just don't, I, I mean, you actually know more than me because Angie for school has had to do like you know uh you're rarely good with audio and powerpoints but and like I'm not an expert I know but like I've been watching YouTube videos on how to try to fix post-production audio and I don't know what any of these people are your talking about are, your texts to me are very cute like I watched this whole video I don't know what was said I, I just don't get it that's just not where my brain it's not works. What you, first of all I'm a huge believer and you can't absorb information well for stuff you don't like right you don't like video production and stuff I do yeah so I absorb the information a little better but ask me a biology question and I couldn't tell you actually recently in a trivia game we got, like, it was, like, four things, and it was, like, tell us which one of these is not a human bone. I got it wrong. You I were playing a trivia game like that? That murder trivia game that we were playing. Oh, that is a fun game. And it was, like, which one of these is not a human bone? And I was, like, which one of these is a human bone? Right. Well, this, also, <laughs> with the thing with trivia, though, is, like, I don't know. There's nothing more out there that can make me feel more stupid yeah. than trivia. And yeah. I, I have a... I won't play trivia with people who are like, you know, how could you not know that in 1931 yeah. that this happened? And I'm just like, well, why don't you go ahead and fuck right it's off? It's like, well, because, bitch, I'm not trying out for Jeopardy. Right. I'm having a fun I'm not day. smart. I'm yeah. just trying to have some fun. I never even tried out for who wants to be a fifth grader, because guess what? I'm or who's it's smart. It's already smarter than a fifth grader. And I'm not. Grader. Listen, I'm not. Listen, yeah. They, I watched that show one time, and they were asking these fifth grader questions. I was like, there's no way I learned that in fifth grade. Sedimentary rock is found yeah. mostly in. Um, bitch, I was still learning my colors in right. fifth grade. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. So yeah, we're figuring it out, but we're recording this episode. But yeah, it was, so here's the thing is on when we recorded this episode, I was taking this shit real serious. So I brought us coffee and donuts. I was like, this is a fucking podcast. We're going to have donuts. what you should have on a podcast, which is coffee and donuts. That podcast didn't work out. So this morning I was like, Gotta redo it all. It's like freaking Groundhog's Day. Right. So I went and got us coffee and donuts. Upsetting. I got Dunkin' pumpkin spice instead of Starbucks. And it wasn't, it's not good. <clears throat> it's like nastily unflavored water. Well, and did we talk about that the last time? I can't remember. Because, I'm sure we mentioned our pumpkin cold. Well, here's the thing. You can, you can... And if for whatever reason it was on that episode that didn't work, I'm going to say it for the people again. Mm -hmm. You can call me whatever you want. You can call me basic. You can call me simple. 
I like that drink. I like the Starbucks pumpkin cold brew. It's delicious. I like it. It's delicious. I wait for it to come out every year. You can't tell me anything different. If I could make it the same way at my house, I probably would, but I don't have the patience for that type of shit. Mm-hmm. Even so, if I could make it, I wouldn't. Too much work. Yeah, people, oh, there's so much sugar in it. Don't care. I don't care. I like that drink. It's so good. It's, it's just so how... expensive. It is expensive. I mean, like, pa- paying $5 for a medium coffee yeah. anywhere annoys me. And the medium me. is, like, could fit in a baby's hand. The medium you know I mean? to me... Like, this is a medium. That's a me. This is a medium. This Dunkin' that we're drinking right now is a medium. And to so, me, this is for a, a baby doll. Maybe that's because I drink way too much coffee. And also, we live in America, so our sizes are way off with yeah. portion control. But for me, this is a small. This is a small. And you know what? You know how I knew this was not working? And I think we also talked about this in the last podcast. getting deleted, so I should probably stop talking about it is I have no heartburn. We talked about how coffee gives me heartburn to the point like I feel like I'm having a heart attack. Sometimes I enjoy that when I'm really tired. When I you're wanna, like, woo, 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 Yeah, woo, woo. I want to feel like I'm having a heart attack. Mm-hmm. I feel nothing with this Dunkin' Pumpkin it's Spice. It's too sweet for me. That's funny you say that because I think it tastes like water. Listen, why don't we just, I'm calling Dunkin' tomorrow and I'm, I'm just going to give them, I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to give them my opinions like they give I a really shit. Because I really like their iced coffee. So I was like, absolutely, this won't let me down. Mm-hmm. Let down. Well, we'll just never do it again. I guess so. I thought that I we'll was We'll never doing do it, it again. At least mm. they, for the most part, they get the bagels right. They got the bagels right. They got the, you didn't even They try. got the cream got cheese wrong. Donut. Oh, I know what they taste like. Okay, yeah. Well, and I'll eat so. it. You know what? My friend Cassie, shout out, Cass, made me try them as munchkins dangerous yeah you could eat like you know like kids them. yeah they'll eat that munchkin for like 45 minutes and i'm like pop that mm, bitch. yeah no it's a bite no let me show you how it's done yeah you put four in your mouth at a time yeah so i bought a dozen and i was actually offended when josh asked for one and you're like no these are for me yeah these are for me i was and he doesn't like pumpkin so i was even more offended yeah, only person. Well, on the stupid is as stupid does, dear. I think your cat's so, gonna. Do I know it he better. She better not jump. I think she's going to though. I don't. Hi, honey. I love you so much. I love. Cats. Don't give her any attention because okay. then she's gonna think it's time for the. It's go time. <laughs> <Don't give her laughs> I love cats, but I really hate when they jump out of nowhere because it's scary. Like I'm, I feel anxiety right right now because I think she's gonna jump on my back. Mm. Oh, she did it. She jumped on you. Okay. Well, in the other day. Also, but Frank is a bitch. She's so... We have a cat named Frank Sinatra, and she's actually my cat, but she lives with Jessica because Jessica has a cat named Taco, and we could not separate them. No. And so the other day, I was like, when we got home from Bedford, I was sneezing a lot, and like, I think it was because of the fire. Uh-huh. Like, maybe... We went camping. Well, glamping. We did. We went glamping. And um, I sne- I sneezed or I sniffed or something. And she shot about <laughs> five feet in the air. And me being the sympathetic person that I am, I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> like, I was screaming at her. Like, get a grip. So, any movement that she... And she's very trepidatious. She's like She's very, like... Yes. When she's coming to sit on your lap, it takes her like 30 minutes <laughs> to, to get there... To see if it's okay with I you. I feel so bad. She's so anxiety ridden. 
Well, aren't we all? I nowadays. Yeah, I mean, I guess she is. She is America's cat right now. But I do have very little patience for it, and I, I know I can't you're just, help it. You're a little more rough and gruff, so you're like, I get am. over it. Yeah, and just she, if you're gonna sit down, sit down. Right. You you've kind of been like that since we were little. I know. But I love you. I mean, I, I'm glad you love me. I'm glad there are people in the I world that love me. I think it's me up as your little sister. Why? Because I've just been a bitch right out of the gate. Yeah, like, <laughs> I think, I feel like I would, like, fall down and scream. I mean, you'd be like, oh, Angela, get up. No, I'm just kidding. You, you're, you're a good big sister. Thank you. And when, when you need to be comforting, you are. Oh, I'm, I can be very, yes. I think that's, maybe that is one of the reasons why I'm so self-entuned with, like, I can be very empathetic, but I also, I am just fully aware of I am who I am and how my feelings are. Like, I know that I'm, I have no, uh, I could be very monotone or I just have no desire to be. It's funny because I would not around categorize people. you as a person with no affect, but sometimes you are like a blank slate. And I yeah. think people who don't know you, that comes off as wow. intimidating. Or, yeah, she's or really bitchy. mean. And it's like, no, she's she's just chill. Like, she's just not. It's like that one time that um, I got that review from work. <laughs> and someone called me abrasive. And I basically rocked, I rocked the... Uh, I was going to say, wait, so someone called you abrasive at work someone? and your reaction <laughs> was to make a t-shirt and wear it to the staff baseball game that said abrasive. Because I was taking that word back. Here's I, the thing. I'm your biggest fan. Okay, I'm here's the laughing. thing. Someone called me abrasive in a, rev uh, in a, in a, um, help me. Staff review, or like, yeah, just like we're our annual review or yeah. whatever. Somebody, which it's anonymous, said was it that, even someone who works with you on a daily basis? Okay, I kind of did a little digging with that, and I, I, I think, no, I think that the person that did say that about me had not been in a room with me doing my job in many of in, in a very long time. Oh, fuck them. So I was just like, now this is really off then. Because they said that I was abrasive and with the staff and I needed to learn how to like talk to people or something like that. Now, where I used to work in, in the operating room, there is a different kind of banter right. in there. And if you don't, if I mean, you don't, you have people open on a table, I would hope that there's a different kind of banter. Well, yeah. And also if you don't say how, if you don't say things or just be assertive and stuff, like people will walk right over you. Right. Especially if you're not the doctor. Well, yeah. And it's not like I was, I would never be like, you know, good morning, bitches. <laughs> or come in the room and be like, you know, um, excuse me. It's my turn now. Like, right. da, 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 da. I would never do that. But I was assertive in the sense that you're not going to be screaming at me. Mm -hmm. You're not going to do whatever. You gotta, like, talk to me the way you would talk to any other person. Right. And Can I, I just... ask you one question? Mm -hmm. And this might be controversial to, you know, you know people who hate feminists. Feminist? Was it a man who said it? I think it was. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which also set me off. Right. So, because you know how that is. If if you are, if you're a woman and you stand up for yourself, you're immediately called if a bitch. If you're a female that speaks, you're abrasive. Right. <laughs> so, I was like, okay, well, 
I so I immediately emailed my supervisor. <laughs> I copied and pasted what I got, and I said, "If this is true, then I feel that somebody needs to tell me that so that I can a work on myself and b figure out what I did that would be wrong that that I." Figure out what I did that made this person right. say this about me. And oh, I think that's a hella appropriate and mature response to being told that you're something you don't think you are. Well, and my supervisor at the time really turned, he was like, I don't think it was meant to, to say that at all. Now, I don't know if he was saying that to just get me to be quiet. Right. But I said... The word, and if they didn't mean to to use the word abrasive, if they meant to say something to to kind of put a positive spin on it, then they should have used a different word. Right. Because you know what's abrasive? Sandpaper. <laughs> and I don't think that I'm sandpaper. I may be honest. I don't think you're sandpaper. I may be honest or I may have, like you said earlier, I may have no, like, you know, effect for certain things, but you're not going to call me fucking sandpaper. So I took the word back and yes, was it passive aggressive? Yes. Because on that time, if you need me to be, I will be the captain. I will be the conductor of the petty train. Let's all get on board. So I I made a shirt on the, the petty train. I, I mean, I think you have to be sometimes. It's just something like people, like mom always says it to me. She's like, you are like driving the petty train. And I'm like, yeah, I am. I mean, sometimes for my own sanity. And also I think in this situation, I was driving the train so that people realize that you're stupid. Mm-hmm. Because. So her and her best friend, right? Aubrey wore one too, right? No. Oh, she okay. just. Aubrey being the wonderful best friend and amazing person that she is, she supported me the entire okay, way. Okay, I thought she wore one too. But yes, yeah, so to the to the company <laughs> baseball game, I wore the I made a shirt, which is also big for me because I'm not artsy fartsy. I made a shirt <laughs> that said abrasive. Because I took the word back. I wonder if the person who said it was just like, like <gasps> uh, they probably weren't even there. <laughs> Well, there's pictures to prove it. Yeah. So, um, I just have to say, as your sister, and maybe I'm biased, abrasive is not what I would pick to describe you. I don't think you're fucking sandpaper. I, I appreciate you. I think that you're honest. I think you can be tough when you need to be. Mm-hmm. But I also think that you speak in a manner that if someone took it abrasively... That's because they didn't want to hear what you were saying. You know what I mean? Yes. And also... Because you speak very... I can't think of a more complex work than proper. Like, you just... You you talk very eloquently. Okay. So Elo- I feel eloquent. Like eloquently. <laughs> um, so I feel like if, if someone had an issue with you mm-hmm. and you said to them... Blah, 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 blah. They were like, oh, hell, she's abrasive. Well, and also... If I may say this, because if we want to go there, I'm going there. Gone. But um, if it was the individual who I thought it was, Mm -hmm. and I could be totally wrong, it was a white man. Mm -hmm. And coming from someone who is a, who is a, a a mixed non-white woman, I have to um, insert all male eye rolls now, but (laughs) I have to... 
do a little bit more to right. be heard. I have to do a little bit more to be seen. Right. I have to do a little bit more for people to take me seriously. Yeah. So if if that is what you're going to call me because people don't take, like, because I told a surgeon to pop off one day right. because he was talking to me like I was an asshole, okay, right. then call me abrasive. That's why I, I was like, I'm taking this word back. Because I didn't think it was the right word to describe me either. Mm -hmm. So, now, if it was the other person I was thinking it was, <laughs> then, um, I mean, they're also white. Right. But still. So, I don't care. I'm also not anybody's um, doormat. No. So. You know what? I think it's jealousy. <laughs> I, I think it's jealousy. I think they saw you walking through the hospital with your gorgeous caramel skin and your... I could give two shit to you are. I'm here. I'm happy. Mm -hmm. I am smart. I am <laughs> I am here. And people love me and I am cooler than you'll ever be. And, and you were hate like, me for God it. God damn it, she's abrasive. <laughs> um, that was very sweet. Thank you for turning this positive th that situation very, very differently. I'm just saying. I um well, I haven't thought about that in a while. And I Why think about that so often. About that? Oh, because you were like, because I don't know, actually. I was going to say I remember why we were talking about I it. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm not really sure how it got there. We were. Oh, I was talking about you having no affect. It doesn't actually matter. Oh, it, yes, but. Um, so that's what. We're here. We're re-recording. Jess is we're not sandpaper. I'm not sandpaper. Duncan Spice Pumpkin Coffee sucks. <laughs> we're, we're here. The medium hot. The, let me read it right here. The medium hot original pumpkin spice latte from Dunkin' Donuts is trash. Can suck a butt. I hate it. <laughs> it can suck a butt. I hate it. And we're doing our best trying to figure out our audio situation. But here. you know what? We you don't listen or you don't. I yeah. Don't know. We're doing the best we can. We are. Is there someone talking? I don't know. I heard that too. We have the windows open Dude, in my living room. It's beautiful. It's very nice. It's a very beautiful fall day. Um, I can, I'm very happy that I did have a chance to have the weather where we can have the windows open. Yeah. Because I thought for an instant that it was going to definitely be one of those Pittsburgh seasons where... It went from 98 degrees mm -hmm. every single day to all of a sudden you need the heat on. Right. And I was like, I didn't 20. even get to air out my house or have the windows open or have a fan on. Like, I was just so mad. And I'm very grateful this is. It's 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 gorgeous. I was, I was driving around yesterday and our cousin Melissa, she was like, are you, I think she asked me like, are you having a bad day or something? And I said, I am, but it's beautiful out, so I don't care. And she was like, what an attitude. Yeah, that is and an I, attitude. Well, Because well, it was just like, the weather does wonders for the soul. Okay? It does. That's Someone why people get spit so... in my face, mm -hmm. but if it dried in the wind, I'm happy. Yeah, that's why right? people get so upset, just including me. Spit on me. I have seasonal... Seasonal depression. Sad. Yeah. That's why I, I hate Are the you winter. Sad? Are I you always sad? think of that. Yeah. yeah, I am sad. I am. When those commercials come on in the winter, I'm like, how'd you know? <laughs> how did you know that I'm... Now you know I hate. Oh, man. I so hate. So I think we have to pre-record about 38 episodes because Jessica does not function in the winter. No, I don't. I don't. And now I will do it for this because this is therapy to me. Like, I enjoy doing this with you. Um, I do hate the winter. So, but that's not what I was going to say. What I was going to... about it? Like, do you hate the... 
Do you hate being cold? I don't like being cold. Okay. I don't like being Which cold. Which is funny you're I, always cold. I don't like it. <laughs> and I don't like always being cold. I don't like... <laughs> there, I'm abrasive. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, we were, we, as we went glamping last week, I sent a Snapchat of you to one of our good friends, Sam, and she was cracking up because me and your husband were sunbathing in tank tops and you were taking a nap in the chair with like a parka <laughs> on. And she was like, isn't it like 78 degrees? I said, yeah, but Jess has a coat on. It, I, I just don't like, I don't, oh, you know what else? I hate dirty snow. I can't stand, you get into your car you have to, it's muddy, mm-hmm. you you bring in water because it eventually melts because you have the heat on in your car. Um, I, I, I don't know, it's just not my thing. I just don't fucking like winter. thing, dirty snow. I don't like, I hate um, having to put on 30 layers to mm-hmm. get out the front door. I hate when you put on 30 layers and then you're sweating. Yes! You and have you're like you're, you're cold. Mm-hmm, you're walking to your place of work, and you have on basically the the outfit from um, what's his name, Ralphie. I've never seen that movie, The Christmas Story. Uh, Christmas. You never seen a Christmas I've story. I've never seen how? a Christmas story because I'll I tell used you, to watch it all the time. Uh huh. I'll tell you exactly how. Is that you? used to watch it every time it was on TBS, which is about for the 30 days Fourteen. leading up to, Cle- <laughs> to Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. And or TNT, I would hear whichever. you in your room laughing about it, repeating it. You would walk around the house going the F dash dash <laughs> dash. And I was like, I don't ever want to see this movie. I could care less about this movie. I know cute. all the words from it because of you. Well, you should watch it. Give it a go <laughs> this Christmas. Yeah. Well, Why don't you step out of your comfort zone? Oh, I feel personally attacked. I wasn't, whoa, wasn't saying it like that. I just meant, like, sometimes we have to do things. Like, the other day, poor Steve, he asked me if I wanted to watch a documentary about caves. And I was like, he was like, would you have any interest? And I just immediately, I was like, not one interest. And I just said, why don't. That's not what I thought you were going to say, caves. Oh, well, let's be serious who we're talking about here. I would actually watch that because I do like caves. But I said, I and I in my head, I, I later I thought about it. And I was just like, you know what? It's about watching it with him. Mm-hmm. It's not about... You're a good wife. Did you watch it? No. Oh. <laughs> he started watching it without me. But also, he's incapable. This really sets me off. He, he'll start a show... And we won't, and he won't get through it. He loses interest in the shows. Mm -hmm. And I'm not that way. So, like, I have been giving him so much shit about, we've been watching The Haunting of Bly Manor on Netflix. Uh And he's been completely not there. And I'm just like, (laughs) I'm shitting on him. I'm like, I'm watching this by myself. I don't need you. You're here, but you're not here. Don't ask me. In the, the next evening, if I want to watch an episode to appease me, because I'm going to let you know it's already going to be watched, because I'm doing this up without you. So Consider I'm, yourself fired, yeah. alone, and forgotten. Because he wanted to watch uh, Ratchet. Oh, I've heard about that. And he was that. like, don't watch it without me, because he knows that that like, 1940s vibe or whatever mm-hmm. is like right up my alley. I don't remember what year it is. Anyway. I heard it's pretty insane, that show. It is, but I've only watched a couple episodes because I've been trying to be good, because he gave me shit one year, many a year ago, about 
blowing through the show Penny Dreadful without Same. him. But he won't sit down and watch it. I don't have that to do. Well, it's not Penny Dreadful, but I do remember me and Jess used to live to live with each other what seems like a lifetime ago. But I think it was only like four or five years ago. Four years I ago. I think it was... How long have you lived here? Four years? I don't know. It was four years. We lived together in an apartment for two years. And um, you watched something without me. And to this day, although I cannot remember what show it was, I don't forgive you. What show was it? Well, I'm going to say this right now. One, get over it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Number two. It was that day that I knew that your loyalty was slim to none. Number two. (gasps) It was Six Feet Under. Oh, okay. We were watching it old school on DVDs. And I woke up one morning and she was on like DVD six. Do you know what I have a problem with? And Loyalty? I know. No. Oh no, I'm loyal. Okay. I have a problem, which I need to work on this. I don't like being on other people's timeline. Uh-huh. Okay. I, okay. I don't I mm-hmm. don't like it. So was it spiteful? You were like, she won't no, be. No, it for wasn't three spiteful. Hours. It was I have no idea if she's going to come home from work and even want to watch this. And I want to watch it now. And, and I'm just going to do what I want. Cause I'm, I'm, that's just who I am. You're abrasive. No, I am. I'm because I'm abrasive, but I, I, I do. I, I have it. a hard time being on other people's timeline, which is why I got so mad about us trying to figure out this audio thing. Oh my gosh. And Angie asked, she was like, we can ask Josh. And you know, we have we, people in our lives that know it. It's just. It would take them yeah. three months to figure <laughs> it out because they're all lazy. And we don't have three months. I wouldn't say lazy, but they're just <clears> all like, wah, wah, I'll, yeah. do, I'll take a look at it. <laughs> and it's just like, no, take a look at it right now. Like, that's selfish well, of me. That's also who you are. It's like when you're focused on an issue, you're fixing it I'm obsessed it with it. Yes. Yeah. Like I remember when we were little, if Jessica was getting a new cell phone, do you remember? I know. I know you were going to bring this up. Because it was just so funny. To, she, If she decided on Tuesday that she was getting a new <laughs> oh, cell phone, by Wednesday she had done the research, got the prices, was at the store and was like, up my parents' ass, like, I need this phone. <laughs> and, like, she, you were like, do you want to go to a movie? She's like, I can't. I need a new cell phone. Like, you were just like... I'm not going anywhere <laughs> until I get my phone. But I think... I, I think it's, it's, a, it's a good thing because... I thought your cat was squeaking. You could be like me who has 75 ideas and then none of them get done. Well, so, I, no, but I also applaud you for your creativity of being like well we could do it this way we could do it this way we could do it that way i i have a hard time like you said like when you're not interested in something you Mm. have no i have no desire to keep it going so like or to even do research the fact that i'm doing research to begin with i feel like i'm just listening to it just to say that i tried (laughs) but we do have to figure it out yeah yeah we do have to figure it out so yeah can we talk about one last thing before we get started here that I'm pumped what? about? Okay. <laughs> okay, what? Found out last night, which I promptly texted you. Oh, yeah. That Dexter is coming I'm, back. I am excited about that. Dexter has to be my second favorite show of all time. And can you, I want to see how well you know me. What is my, oh, that's not fair. Because you're going to think it's on order. Yeah. But what is my favorite, like not always on TV show of all time. 
No idea. Mm-mm. I want to marry him. I know you want to marry Elliot, but... No, I want to marry him, too, but... <laughs> um, vroom, vroom! <laughs> Is that supposed to help me? Yeah, that was... Vroom, vroom! And she just did a fake motorcycle. Oh, us! Sons of Anarchy! See, it worked! It'll work! Yes. Yes. Um, besides Son of Anarchy, I've watched... From start to finish, five times. That was a badass show. It is the greatest show. I tried to get into the the follow up um the series. Mayans. Yeah, the Mayans, and I it, didn't get into it. Well, here's another problem of mine. <laughs> I don't like it if it's not on my timeline. No, I don't so, like. Yeah, I can't watch shows like next I'll, week. So, no, I'll wait for it to that. come on to Netflix or something. So, um, side note: Josh won't watch Sons of Anarchy because Why? he hates motorcycles. That's his answer, Jessica. I've been asking him since we started dating. Well, the show isn't about fucking exactly, motorcycles. Exactly, Jessica. I said, the show is about the people on the <laughs> motorcycles, Josh. He won't watch it, but... Like he's a kid. Yeah. Well, it's actually about the people on the motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, okay. The motorcycles are a very small part of Sons of Anarchy. Best show of all time. But my second favorite show of all time, besides Law & Order, is Dexter. Great I show. am pumped about this. Great show. The minute we will, we should have a premiere party. I'm thinking we're going to have to have a premiere party. You had a, didn't I throw you a Dexter's birthday party? Mm, I don't think so. I probably thought about it. You, I'm sure you did because you're, you are very No, good. yeah, well no, it wasn't a Dexter's birthday party. It was like a blood splatter birthday party, which to me was Dexter. Remember I made you cupcakes with blood splatter on oh, them? Oh yeah. That was my idea of Dexter. Well, um, but excuse me, it is yeah, Dexter. it's coming back for ten more episodes, which you know what, rightfully so, because the way they ended that show, fuck you. You were like, huh? He's a lo- he's a lumberjack. Spoiler alert! Spoiler oh, alert! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert! Yeah. He's a lumberjack. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, well, and the thing that I loved about that show is that they made you feel for him. They Even made you love a serial killer. He's a fucking psychopath. That's yeah. That's what people who don't, they're like, I don't get it. He's a killer and you love him? <laughs> like, yeah, I'd marry him. I've had, I would right. have children with him. It is the... You're the, like, you don't get it. He's killing bad people. And it's the background of his, how he grew yeah. up and, yeah. So it just very oh, interesting. So excited. Because I didn't like how they ended it. I thought they did him dirty. They did Deb dirty. They did everyone dirty. And everybody gonna die. Um, and so I'm glad they're bringing it back and they better not mess it up. Yeah, I hope it's good. I hope it's... I are always they, thought they would. How are they doing this during COVID? I, don't, I didn't... How are any shows filming during this time? Well, I would assume most shows are filming again, which is like, hi. You have to wear a mask and get tested every day. Yeah, I don't know. But um, I always thought they'd bring it back, and I always thought they would bring it... I thought it would be his son would be... Okay. Which maybe it will be. Mm-hmm. We do not know. We don't. We just know he's back. <laughs> we do not know. We, we will do not, not know there. the deets. We don't need the deets. Actually, Josh texted me last night. He was like, Dexter's coming back. And I texted him when, where, how. I need the fucking mm-hmm. details. I am excited about it. And then he sent it. me this article. I was like, I'm driving. So I'll then I sent the article to you. Well, I think they said production was supposed to start this Oh my god, it didn't even start yet? I don't think so. Unless I read it wrong. Let's hope. Um, 
But I, like I said, I, re- I really don't know how anyone's doing anything right now. How are we supposed to plan a premiere party for like two years from now? I don't know. How are we supposed to plan anything right now? Know. I'm hoping I'm to over be married it. in the next two years, and I don't see how that's going to happen. But Well, that's a whole other story. Yeah, let's not get into that. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so here we are, redoing this case. It's unfortunate, because this time the details won't be a surprise to you. They won't, but I kind of forgot... I remember writing down, like... You, you wrote notes. You were pumped. Because there's a lot of people in the story. Yeah. Which I might have to read... I might have to do that again. Do you Do you want to get a paper and pen? Yeah. All right, we're going to pause. I don't know how. I don't hear... Okay, we're back. Just, are those your old notes? Yeah. Oh, look, you don't even have to write. Exactly. Okay. <clears throat> so this is a case of Seth Jackson. Mm-hmm. Which, last time I pointed out that it's spelled S-E-A-T-H. Seath. Seath. In case mm-hmm. anyone wants to look it up, it is Seath Jackson. <laughs> okay. It, this happened in Summerfield, Florida in March 2011. Okay. So it's nine years old. So in December of 2010, Seth Jackson... Wow, I almost said Seath. Yeah, Seth. <laughs> Seth Jackson was 15... And he started dating Amber, okay? And Amber, they only dated for three months. But, you know, like when you're young and in love, you're like... How old is Amber? Amber is also 15. Okay. And, you know, they just thought When you're 15, it's like, this is end game. Yes. Mm -hmm. This is who I will marry. This is my person. Yeah. There was a lot of drugs and arguing in this three months. Um... Amber confirmed that they did cocaine and marijuana. Dang. Right? Can you imagine? 15 years old. Yeah. And so there was just, it was just tumultuous. There was just fighting and blah, 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 blah. So bring in Michael Bargo. Okay. I hate this kid. Okay. (laughs) All right. Him, there, I guess... I don't think they were classmates because Michael Bargo's a little older. When they were 15, I believe he was 18. Okay. <clears throat> but Seth and Michael hated each other. It's not really clear why. Okay. They just really did not like each other. They didn't get along. Okay. So Amber and Seth broke up um, in 2011 because okay. they started dating in December. So they broke months. up. And Amber started dating Michael that, you know, Seth already hated. And now his ex-girlfriend who the parents confirmed Seth was more broken up about the breakup than Amber was. He was like, my heart is literally broken. He was really sad about it. Don't you hate that feeling? Yes. And I, I know that feeling like when I broke up with my first like, real boyfriend. Now, granted, we dated for a very... We dated all throughout high school. I remember that feeling of you're just like... I can literally feel my heart my soul. is broken. Yeah. Like, there... I, I need to... If I could insert something inside me to fix it, to I would. Sew it back up. And yeah. as an adult, you're like, really? Yeah. Really? You're just like... <laughs> You'll get over it by the new moon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> by the new moon. <laughs> so, Michael, or no, I'm sorry. 
Seth believes that they that Amber broke up with him because of Michael. Okay. So mm-hmm. that fuels his hatred for Michael even more. Mm-hmm. And Amber did say that she was sleeping with Michael. Michael, to this day, says he never slept with Amber. They were nothing but friends. So, like, he, do you, it's he possible it. that Amber said that just to piss Seth it off? It is very possible. Or Michael's denying it because he's like, I was 18 and she was 15. And that I'm not is gonna, also possible. I'm not going to say that we were sleeping together. It's also possible that Michael just doesn't want to admit that he was sleeping with Amber because it just doesn't look good for him. Which, at this point, it does not matter. But we'll get right. <clears throat> So, over the next few weeks, there were a few confrontations between Seth and Michael... And Kyle is the new character, and Kyle is Amber's brother. Okay. Amber went to Kyle and Michael and told them that Seth was physically abusive to her, which has never been confirmed. Okay, wait, say that. Amber, how old is Kyle? Kyle is 18 at the time. Okay. I have it written on here that he was 17. That's true. Okay. I have it right here. Okay. I'm just trying to let people know the ages of these people yes. because once you hear, like, th- once you continue with the story, you're just like, how in the fuck did, did this, this happen? happen? Right. So Seth, or I'm sorry. Yeah. Seth and Amber are both 15. 15. And her brother, who's Kyle, Kyle, is 17. And Michael Bargo is 18. Okay. So Amber went to her brother mm-hmm. and Michael and said that Seth was physically abusive. Okay. As I started to say, it, it was never confirmed that he was. So ale- he was allegedly. Allegedly he was abusive. Okay. That's what she told them. So Kyle and Michael started going after Seth online. Nothing physical happened, but there was a lot of going back and forth online, including with Amber and, um, <clears throat> excuse me, you can actually Google Ooh. it and find their, the text message, not yeah. text message, the messages between them. And they were pretty vile. I'm good. You know, yeah. and here's the thing. I have been a product of, uh, I, I, maybe every, I think everybody is. I, some, I will say, I know kids who were definitely more bullied than me, but, um, I've had rumors spread about me. I've had, uh, girls like, you know, you know, girls want to fight you and, and stupid shit like that. Right. Very, very hard to deal. Especially at that age, you're just like, your, your body's changing, your mind's changing. Like you're trying to figure out who you are. So for, to be bullied at that time. It's detrimental. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope to Christ <clears throat> That I had never given it to someone that, like, like yeah. if I, I if I that. have, I am just, the the adult in me would like to shrivel up and die. Right. And all I could do is apologize for. I don't think, we just weren't really mean kids. And like you said, we had both been bullied and teased. So I don't, I don't remember giving it to anybody. But if I did, I, oh my God, I. Yeah, and well, and also there's a difference between kids being kids and then being like True. online, right? Like blowing these kids this. Were like Seth accused Amber of being a meth addict and a slut. She is like, take your breakup like a man. Like oh, they were mean, mean. to each other. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> this is the time when Amber insists that her and 
Michael started sleeping together, which again, he denies, but mm-hmm. she said this is when she started sleeping with Michael and it was to piss Seth off. Mm-hmm. That was quote, she said, to piss Seth mm-hmm. off. So this is going on online. This, this is what bugs me about this. It's like, at this point, if, if an adult would have stepped in, maybe this poor kid would still be alive. Also, where are all the adults? That's what I'm saying. Like, if my kid is calling someone a meth addict and a slut online... You would hope you'd figure it the fuck out. And reel them in. And vice versa. If my kid is being abused online, I would hope I would know. Yeah, and you said there was a lot of drugs involved. A lot of drugs. Like, where is the adult supervision? Right. It's... I teeter on judging. Yeah, I Try know. not to. But you're also like, what the fuck? Right. Mm-hmm. So, so at the time, Kyle, the brother, bringing mm-hmm. him back, had a uh, girlfriend. Her name's Alyssa. Doesn't really matter, but her name is Alyssa. Real quick. Didn't you say that Kyle, mm-hmm. on our messed up episode, Michael, Justin, or Michael... And Kyle live together. Yes, yes. And there's and that some will other come kid. Into play. There's a kid named Justin Soto. Okay. And they all do live okay, together. Okay, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. no, we'll get there. <clears throat> so Kyle and his girlfriend Alyssa break up. She broke up with him over a text message. He was beside himself and upset. He throws a fit and goes over to her place to talk to her. Kyle goes over to Alyssa's place? Yes. So she broke up with him over the phone. He's like... Hells, fuck no. Yeah, I'll see you in five minutes. Right. So he goes over to her place to talk to her, and he finds her in bed. I'm off and on and off and on with this sweater. Sorry. Yeah, you are. He finds her in bed with Seth Jackson. Oh, God. Yes. I forgot about this. Yes. Okay, but... so still got you with yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> Kyle who now thinks Seth Jackson has not only been physically abusive to his sister, but now is sleeping with his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Not good. Mm -hmm. So his reaction, this is also not a big part, but it was like in the story. So I guess it alludes to something. His reaction was to steal Seth's bike. Okay. Well, I don't get how you're even... You boinked my girl, I steal your bike. But also, I think that this, that right there, that fact shows you how immature these kids, these, like, just this level of immaturity, like, I'm gonna steal your bike, okay. Right, right. That's all you guys have. that's why it was in the story, is to show that, like, these are literally children. Yeah. Like. Like, I'm gonna steal your bike, bro. Yeah. Okay. Can't have it back. Okay. And this all happened a few days before Seth's murder. So, here's where we get to the part. So, there is a house. It's a trailer, I believe. Okay. Like a double wide. Mm-hmm. Um, which doesn't matter. Just setting up the scene. Okay. Okay. It's being rented by Charlie Isle. Okay. Okay. E-L-Y. Mm-hmm. Isle. Like or Eli. I don't know. I'm going to say an aisle because that's how okay. I like it. All right. That's okay. what I like. That's what I like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> she 
is also pretty much a child. She's 18. Okay. So, so she's renting this double wide. In this double wide is living 17-year-old Kyle. Okay. 18-year-old Michael Bargo. Mm-hmm. And 20-year-old Justin Soto. Okay. So they're all living in Charlie's house. It's uncle. So there is a, a an older gentleman that comes into play later. It turns out that he is the uncle or stepdad. Stepdad. I have stepdad written down in my. I had this so down. I know. Two but weeks ago. you know, but, we live and we learn. He was a stepdad of Kyle and Amber, and he will come into play later and say that he overheard them talking about the, Seth's a crime and that they were planning it. And keep in mind, this man's in his 40s, mm-hmm. so an adult. Here's a bunch of kids talking about murdering a fellow child. Mm-hmm. And he felt uncomfortable, so he left. Okay, so let me, let me get this straight, the timeline here. So we have... Michael, Justin, and Kyle living together. Yes. In the midst of this whole breaking up, Alyssa's been caught in bed with Seth, um, which probably set him off even more. Amber's been talking in their ear because, you know, and they've been coming after Seth on the internet. Bike's stolen. Bike is stolen. So... Partying going on, all this. Now that they're living together, is this when they're like plotting this? Yes. Okay. So they apparently were plotting this for a couple days because you know Kyle thinks Seth was physically abusive to his sister and stuff with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Michael Bargo hates Seth, Seth, and it's unclear Justin Soto's reasoning. He's just there. He's just a jackass, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're all talking about this. They're talking about this in front of the stepdad. He is so uncomfortable. He leaves, but he doesn't think to call the police, a parent, the PTA, nobody. So (laughs) on a random night, he overhears, like where? He was drinking with them in the, in the double wide. Okay. So we're 40 years old. Yeah. We're drinking with minors. Right. Maybe doing drugs, not really sure, allegedly, yada, yada, yada. Hear them plot to murder. So that leads me to believe that there was no one really, no one responsible in any of these kids' lives. Is that safe to say? That's a safe assumption, yeah. Because it it doesn't appear so. Because let me find out. That our 17-year-old brother's doing blowing coke right. and doing dr- other drugs Head's and drinking. Rolling. Yeah. Somebody's going to get that ass, right. get handed <laughs> right. to them. Right. That's what I'm saying. Okay. And I'll be damned if somebody's bullying, if he's bullying another right. student. And I'm sorry. We, like, I, I would know if mm-hmm. our 17-year-old brother was bullying someone to this point or plotting a murder. I would hope so. Or or sneaking off to double wides to get high. And, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Again, teetering on judgment. Right. So, the night of the murder, Amber texts Seth and says they need to talk. Mm-hmm. She just wants them to be together again. She, she wants to work this out. 
and and you know she he needs to come over to Charlie Isles double wide to talk. Mm-hmm. Seth has the wherewithal to say, Amber, if you have me jumped, I'll never speak to you again. Mm-hmm. That is one of the texts, not verbatim, but um. So he already knew. So he senses that she is capable of that. Let me tell you something right now. If you are, if you feel like it's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. it's probably something's not right. right. If you, and, and maybe I, this is because, you know, I'm a woman and I've always had to be on alert about certain things or someone taking advantage of me, whatever. I will, maybe I'll feel guilty about it at a different, like, if, if, if I say no to a situation, whatever it may be, and it ends up being completely fine, right. I'll apologize about it later. Right. But if I feel any inkling of it being uncomfortable, or if it makes me uncomfortable in any way, I'm not going. Not going. Right. And again, these are kids who I don't know that they think that way. You know, and also they like, like the you said they're like, kids. If you have me jumped. I'll never talk to you again. It's like so you could have me jump, but I'm still gonna walk away from this, right? But it's and it's also kids. And like you said before, you're you're 15 years old. You were passionately in love right. with this with this person, and they're reaching out to you, and you're like, oh my god, like right. this could be this could be it. And and this is another fact that I can't I couldn't confirm. A couple. Um, you know, sources reported it, but I, I didn't want to mention it because I couldn't confirm it, but it, it makes my heart hurt, so I'm going to mention it. But apparently, Seth, on his way to the double wide, ran into his father, who offered him a ride home, and Seth declined because he was going to meet Amber. So it's like one of those things where you're like, oh my God, like if you just would have went home. Right. And it just, like oh, none it just of makes this my heart may hurt. have happened. Yes. Right. Um... But so he he ends up going over and, um, you know, he thinks he's getting back with Amber. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so this is how the events play out. Charlie opens the door and shows him into the living room. Okay, so Charlie's there. She's the owner She's of this. She's the owner of the house. And renting it out. Why the fuck would she be there? Her house. I guess. So she she's was just, part of it. I mean, like, she was there to okay. house. So she opens the door and leads Seth in. Kyle and Justin come out from a back room and start beating Seth in the head with wooden objects. Two by fours is what they think was oh my God. used. And an axe handle is what um, they are believed to have used to mm-hmm. beat him in the head. They were beating him when Michael Bargo comes out and shoots him twice. Somehow, Seth gets the strength to get out of the house and start running. Oh my God. That makes makes me... To a point where a neighbor heard somebody yell, get him back inside. Again. Didn't think to call the cops. Didn't do anything. Like, really? And it, and I'm sure 
it was one of those instances for this person, which is, I hope somebody else calls. I hope somebody else calls. Or I'm this not isn't my, involved. yeah, this just, isn't my business. Yeah. Which we've had those situations and I have not done what I thought I would do. So I get it. Um, yeah, I, I deal with those yeah. now yeah. at my job. Now you, you, I see that. Yes. And you're like, you're always like, oh my God, I would have called the police. Don't know that I would have. Yeah. Don't know that I, mm-hmm. to be completely honest, might have heard that. Like, fuck. What if you're like just wrestling? Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you're wrestling with your friends. I'm like, oh, I hear a bunch of boys screaming, get him back in the house. I don't know that I think, oh, they're murdering somebody. Right. So he gets out of the house. He's running. Justin tackles him and drags him back into the house. Okay. Michael shoots him again in the back of the head when they when they get him back in the house. Oh man! It's it, no report said at this point like that he was dead, but like he's been shot three times and beaten. I would mm. assume he was dead at this yeah. point, but I don't know. But Kyle and Justin um, dragged after they dragged him back in the house, and he was shot again. They dragged him to the bathtub where they continued to beat him. Oh my God. So I don't know if he's still alive at that point or they're just beating him because... They're insane. They're insane. So once he's in the bathtub, after they continue to beat him, they break both of his knees and then Michael shoots him several more times. So this poor baby has been beaten, knees broken, and shot... 15 years old. Yeah. Several, several times. Then these sick little motherfuckers. (laughs) Okay. They place the body in a sleeping bag, which is why they broke his knees so that he would fit. They set up a bonfire outside and they throw his body on it. So they burn his body. They clean the house with bleach. And... There were reports that all of them, including Amber and Charlie, Justin, Michael, and Kyle, all spent the night around the bonfire Mm -hmm. while his body was burning, drinking beer, eating, partying around his body. Okay, so at what point, which you would know this part probably better than me, maybe you don't, I don't know, just because of your schooling. So... I see the post-mortem side mm-hmm. when people are already dead, but I never get to, um, I, I don't know what happens after the fact, like on justice, like mm-hmm. on the justice side, for the most part anyway. What, when does a lawyer get like, okay, you hear this shit, you hear that after they killed this this poor kid, that they were continued on with their evening. Right. Not only to mention, I think you can't... No, I know you can. Get even more sentencing or, or further sentence for the abuse of a corpse. Yes. Mm-hmm. What point do you say... You have to be insane to burn a bot or to, to, to kill someone and then put them in a fire and then you guys continue drinking right. and going on with your... like. I could see that being some type of insanity plea. Right. So what I learned in my schooling, and again, take everything I say with a grain of salt because I'm not an expert by any means. 
But I remember we talked about a case, and it used to be believed that juveniles couldn't be deemed as psychopaths. Like, and that's, a psychopath is where someone, basically where it takes the point, like, you can't be rehabilitated. You just are. Who you are. You Yeah. I always get those mixed up, like, a sociopath versus a psychopath. I always mix those up. I hope I'm not mixing them up. We should look it up real Jesus, quick. Helen. <laughs> I'll look it up. Okay, Jessica's going to tell us the difference, and then I'm going to tell you what I learned in school. Okay, okay so according to psychcentral.com, yes, okay, um, uh, I will, and I will say this too, it says that the common features of a psychopath and sociopath, um, the signs and symptoms are nearly always present prior to the age of 15. Wow. Which is very interesting okay. that we're talking about that, but... So they say that um, psychopaths in general have a hard time forming real emotional attachments with others. Instead, they form artificial, shallow relationships designed to be manipulated in a way that most benefits the psychopath. People are seen as pawns to be used to forward the psychopath's goals. Psychopaths rarely feel guilt uh, regarding any of their behaviors, no matter how much they hurt others. Um, psychopaths are often seen by others as charming and trustworthy, holding steady, normal jobs. Okay. Some even have families and seemingly loving relationships with a partner. While they tend to be well-educated, they may also have learned a great deal on their own. Okay. Okay. Um, and the traits of a sociopath, Sociopaths in general tend to be more impulsive and erratic in their behavior than their psychopath counterparts. While also having difficulties in forming attachments to others, some sociopaths may be able to form an an attachment to a like-minded group or person. Unlike psychopaths, most sociopaths don't hold down long-term jobs or present much of a normal family life to the outside world. When a sociopath engages in criminal behavior, they may do so in an impulsive and largely unplanned manner with little regard for the risks of or consequences of their actions. They may become agitated and angered easily, sometimes resulting in violent out, outbursts. So I would say that... So these kids are sociopaths. Um, well, it says here when a, psych, when a psychopath... Uh, engages in criminal behavior, they tend to do so in a way that minimizes risk to themselves. They will they will carefully plan criminal activity to ensure they don't get caught having contingency plans in place for every possibility. So Dexter is a psychopath. Right. Dexter's a psychopath. I would say these kids are sociopaths because although they yes. planned this murder, they had very little... It wasn't smart. It wasn't thoroughly planned out it they had it was definitely as much as they planned it it was impulsive so what i learned in school was that they sound very similar a psychopath sociopath it's just how they go about it okay so it was believed that children or juveniles couldn't you couldn't determine that so early right um which we now know is not true Mm -hmm. and one of the cases that changed that was um, there was a group of teenage boys, I believe it was four of them, 
And they ordered a pizza Mm -hmm. to, like, an abandoned house. And when the delivery guy got there, they they killed him. They shot him. They robbed him. Not uncommon. Not, you know, like, what made them psychopaths or sociopaths and what made them to doctors be deemed as not able to be rehabilitated they should be charged as adults because they should go away forever Mm -hmm. and is they then sat the delivery man didn't die right away when they shot him and they sat around and ate the pizza around his dying body and doctors were like someone who just impulsively shoots you and robs you doesn't then sit and eat the pizza watching your body die you know what i mean well then that so then you're saying that they might be psychopaths right because they had no remorse. Or sociopath. You, you they're, said... They're one of the... They're one... I don't know what they would one? be deemed as, but it used to be seen that kids couldn't... You couldn't determine that. But these were oh. kids, like 14, 15-year-olds who... Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So that was one of the cases where they were like, these kids are psychopaths or sociopaths. Yeah. Because you don't just... It's not uncommon for a kid to rob somebody. Mm-hmm. Kids do that. They're impulsive. But then to sit around and eat pizza. So these people kind of had a little bit of both, it seems like. Yeah. If we were going to label them. Because according to what we just read, the psychopaths will plan it out. Right. Which they planned to they did plan bring it. him to come there and, and, and strategically... Well, then, yeah. They're, there's, they're psychopaths. I would just say from what you read, well, I would say psychopaths are more... What's the word? Like Dexter. Like, um. What? They're more sophisticated with their thought process. Okay. Right. And I, like, it sounds like sociopaths are more impulsive and not, like, they can't hold a job. They Mm. can't. I think a psychopath is more sophisticated. And these kids, although they planned it, nothing sophisticated about these kids. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, how they thought they were not going to get caught, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Like, you texted the kid to your home. So, after they burned the bodies... Well, that's showing their age, too. Right. Sorry no, no, to no, interrupt no. you. They placed his remains into five-gallon paint buckets. They hid the buckets in a dumpster until the next day. And then when Kyle and Amber's stepdad... The 40-year-old who heard them plan the murder but thought, you know, I'm just uncomfortable. I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. Helped them tie the buckets to cinder blocks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> A fly just flew right into my eyeball. I know, and I tried to keep going, but <laughs> I couldn't. And I just basically punched myself in the face. <laughs> I tried to just let you do your thing. Remember that there. one time I almost blinded myself? Because <laughs> yeah. I was imitating Paula Abdul on an American Idol episode. Yes. What the fuck? I also remember that I laughed so hard you got mad at me. Because you were like, Aunt, I can't see. And I was like cracking up because you poked yourself so hard that I thought oh you lost your eye. God. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> they, um, the stepdad helped them tie cinder blocks to the paint buckets and throw them into a rock quarry. This, wait, 
He helped them. He helped them. Because none of these kids had a car. So they called the stepdad. He had a car. He helped them dispose of the paint buckets with Seth's body inside. Son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> like, it just pisses me off. Right. Okay. So when Seth didn't return home, his mom files a missing persons report. Okay. This is the... Man, mm-hmm. I hate these kids. So his mom files a missing person report and it shows on the local news that night. Kyle sees that on the news and says to his mom, that boy isn't missing. I saw him be killed. That's a quote. I saw him be killed. Okay. I saw no him call be killed. Kyle, you saw him killed. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I guess English isn't the it, it's Most not our top thing. priority yeah. right now. Kyle. <laughs> so mo- his mom, Kyle and Amber's mom, who thinks at this point that her son just saw him be killed, mm-hmm. um, takes him to the police station with no idea that her kids had anything to do with this. She just thought she was being, you know, a good Samaritan taking her son in to say what he knows. Right. So... His first version of the story to the police is he saw Seth, or Seth showed up, and when he came in, Kyle hit him with his stick and told him to get the fuck out of the house. Okay. And then all of a sudden, Mike Bargo shot Seth. Mm -hmm. Putting all the blame on Michael Bargo. Because, you know, when someone walks in your house, you just hit them with a stick and say, Immediately. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. yeah. You don't maybe start with, get out of here. Hi, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> um, I would suggest you get out of my house before I... Or, hey, what you doing here? Yeah. No. You just hit them with a stick. I'm going to try that next time. Someone enters your house. Yeah. It's just me. Whoa, 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 wait. <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> It'll be you coming over to get some beef stew. Yeah. So, Amber's first story... To the police. I hate her. You have to watch the videos of her. She's just a cunning little hoe. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just... Mm. So, she says, Seth came in, Kyle hit him, and she and Charlie ran to Charlie's bathroom. They heard gunshots. They fell asleep. They woke up in the morning, and when they came out of Charlie's bedroom, bathroom, the house smelled like bleach. Okay. So, you know, you hear gunshots and just take a nap. Yeah. Okay. You're not concerned at all. This is a normal evening for you. Your brother's out there. Your fuck buddy's out there. Your ex-boyfriend's out there. You hear gunshots and you think, Charlie, you tired? Right. Okay. I'm trying to get some shut eye. Yeah. It's real late. Okay. (laughs) School in the morning. Mm Mm-hmm. So, detective, she's a badass. I love her. Okay. Um. Her name? Rhonda Stroop. Rhonda Stroop. She comes in. She's playing no games with these Mm -hmm. kids. Okay. She comes in. She sits down and she says, listen, you little girl. (laughs) Like she just because she's playing no games. I love it. Listen, you little girl. She she does. She's like, you lie to me one more time. I'm going to walk out this room and I don't give a fuck what happens to you. Uh And she means it. Yeah. Okay. This ain't no law and order. I'm playing with you game. She means it. Yeah. So Amber tells her the story again. And she goes, I told you I'm leaving this room. If you don't stop lying to me. So Amber sticks with her story. And so they decide they put Charlie 
the owner of the double wide. Okay. Amber and Kyle into an interrogation room. Together. Together. With the cameras on. The three of them, you know, they're stupid. They don't know they're being filmed. Um, Is that legal or not legal? To let them know they're being... I mean, I'm sure at some point they said this is being recorded, but they're kids. They're stupid. Right. None of them have lawyered up. The mother didn't lawyer them up. So, um, and they all start saying shit to each other. Like, they clearly are starting to panic. Charlie's crying. Kyle seems dumber than the Three Stooges. Mm -hmm. And... Amber says, we're going to be in so much trouble, we didn't even do nothing. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> and. In case you weren't there, yeah, you yeah. did. Okay. They just start talking back and forth. And Kyle, <laughs> he's just like, what are we going to do? Mm. And Amber's like, don't you get it, Kyle? No one's going to like us anymore. Oh, honey, we're past that. Wow. Like, they just don't seem to be grasping that you took a little boy's life. Well, and that's also, you know, you're 15 years old. Yeah. You're, or whatever, you know, 15, 17. You are so much past, mm -hmm. so much trouble. It's not even fun. Right. Like, you are you might never see the light of day yeah, again. Yeah, as you shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Because, again, this wasn't a crime of passion. This wasn't a fight that turned, you know, to someone accidentally losing their life. Mm -hmm. You planned a 15-year-old boy's murder and carried it out brutally. Right. So many opportunities to stop this. Mm -hmm. When he got away, you could have stopped it. When you texted him before you got there could have stopped it. Right. Any one of these people could have stopped this so many times. Mm -hmm. So you should be locked in a dark hole. Goodbye. Never to be thought of Goodbye again. Goodbye to you. Mm -hmm. So they all were arrested. Um, Michael Bargo went on the run for a couple days, but he was found idiot was found at a friend's house okay and so here's all of their sentences okay so charlie isle who owned the double wide she was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole and she is currently appealing her sentence using the same lawyer who represented do you remember no casey anthony oh shit Okay. The infamous. Where do these people get this kind of money? They don't. This bitch is doing it because it's publicity. Oh, okay. And, um, so yeah, she's, I'm sure he's doing it pro bono mm -hmm. because he gets publicity. Publicity. Did I just say publicity? Publicity. Publicity. Right? <laughs> yeah. So Justin Soto, who was one of the ones who beat Seth, dragged him back into the house. He was also the oldest. I didn't mention. He was 20. So he was the oldest of everybody. He took a plea deal for um, a life sentence without the possibility of parole to avoid the death penalty. Okay. So he took a plea deal. I would assume that he was facing the... Well, he was. He was facing the death penalty because he was the oldest. Um, he was 20. Mm -hmm. So Kyle Hooper, 
Amber's brother. They have different last names. Um, he got a life sentence, and because he was 17 at the time, he will be eligible for parole after 40 years. Okay. Because there is a new law that it's un, it was found unconstitutional to um, give juveniles life without the possibility of parole. Okay, because their brains aren't... Right. They're dumb. Right. Okay. So he will be eligible for parole after 40 years, mm-hmm. so he will be about 57. Amber Wright... Whole life is gone, though. Right. So... She got a life sentence, and because she was 15 years old, she will be eligible for parole after 40 years. Um... And this is just a side note that I wrote here because I thought it was funny. During the interrogation video, when the detective leaves them all in the same room, um, Amber started crying, I'm not going to get out till I'm like 20. She was. So she really had she no had, idea. Yes, Jessica. And honestly, I think they hold Michael Bargo the most culpable because he shot him. He was the most brutal. Mm-hmm. But I honestly think it was her. If she wouldn't have texted Seth, he'd still be alive. Right. If she wouldn't have told lies to her brother and Michael, Seth'd still be alive. Or alleged lies. Right. We don't know. Right. Alleged lies. So she was not getting it. So she will be eligible for parole after 40 years. She will be 55. Um, Michael Bargo was sentenced to the death penalty. Oh, man. Yes. I don't remember that one. He was a... Yes. Um, but he is currently being resentenced because at the time, his jury voted 10 to 2 for the death penalty. 10 said yes, 2 said no. Mm-hmm. And laws have changed in Florida that it now has to be 12 10 to 10, out of 12. 12 out of 12, yes. Yeah. So, he is currently being resentenced. Bitch should die. I don't know. James Havens, the stepdad who Mm -hmm. helped them, he pled guilty to accessory after the fact. And, um... But he said, he stated that not only did he help dispose of the body, but the evening before the murder, he had been invited over to hang out with the teens. And while talking, felt uncomfortable... When they started talking about luring Seth to his death, which is what we talked about mm-hmm. earlier. So that is where they all stand. I have to say that what got me interested in this case, I remember when it happened. I've always not. been a little crime junkie. Yeah. But there is a very good, it's a very good show. I think there's only like six or eight episodes um, on Netflix called. Women in Prison, I think, mm-hmm. with Pierce Morgan. Okay. And he interviews Amber. Oh, okay. So there's also a Dateline episode about it. But Pierce Morgan in- interviewing Amber, she is, you know, in her 20s now. Mm-hmm. She still takes very little responsibility. Like, she teeters on it. She's like, like, he literally asked her, like, do you accept the fact that Seth would still be alive if you... Hadn't haven't hadn't lured him there, and she just always kind of walks around the class. She's just like, well, you know, like I accept that bad that I made bad decisions. So I would say two things about that. Number one, that could be years and years and years of a lawyer feeding her right. the way to talk. 
or number two, that could be years and years and years of her thinking that way and then now she believes it's true right. because you know when you think about something often enough it will become true in your head right to the point that you feel like you're not lying you're telling the truth mm-hmm. but it's because your brain has reformatted itself to i hear this constantly right. now i can say it with a straight face she's also very like i struggle to say charming but there there's a there's a teensy went of something likable about her. Okay. And I'm like, is that the psychopath? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like, cause you almost buy her shit. Right. But I just watched the whole time I'm watching with my eyes squinted, like, you ain't gonna get me. Yeah, you ain't gonna get me. I'm not gonna get on this bandwagon. Yeah. But it also, I think that that, you know, it's, it's such a hard... It's a hard thing to think like, okay, well, some of these people could be, you know, Amber has a life sentence and she's eligible for parole in 40 years. Um, same with, who else has parole, up for parole? Her brother, Kyle. Her brother. So, like, I understand when you kill someone, like, obviously, and they brutally killed yes. him. That is wrong every day of the week. It doesn't right. matter. But I do understand how people can say, well, like, I was 15 when I did it. Right. And, you know, is it is it my call to say, like, should they be let out or eligible for parole? It's not my call. But, like, you would just hope that if they did, you know. And, and 40 years is nothing to snooze at. It's not. It's not. And it's like, so I'm. I'm not justifying what no, she did. I'm just saying. In my master's program right now, we're studying juveniles. And the thing that I love and hate about juveniles is there is no clear answer. Mm-hmm. Can you say that a 15-year-old who spends 40 years in prison hasn't changed? No. Right. You can't say that they, they don't. Does that change mean they deserve a second chance? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. Because I know that if someone killed my baby or killed someone I love, 40 years is not enough. Mm-hmm. I also know that it's inhumane to lock up juveniles and say... You're the same person. Right. And just mm-hmm. to say, we lock you up and throw away the key and forget about you. Mm-hmm. Because who I was at 15 is not who I am today at 29. Right. But I'm also can confidently say I'm not a psychopath. Right. And you can also confidently say that at 15 years old, I I know right. that you would not have killed someone. Right. But I... As unformed as my brain was. Right. Still wouldn't have made those decisions. And I also... We also need to take into consideration here that these people, these children did not seem to have... A normal life. Because right. what 18, 20, and 17 year old live in a trailer and do drugs right. and drink? Like that's so someone who. what effect who's, does that have on your ability to make right and wrong decisions? Yeah. Don't know. Had a rough life starting. Right. It's, it's a, juveniles are hard cases mm-hmm. because you're just like, like if a 30 year old makes these decisions, you're like. You lived enough life to know better. Right. It doesn't or matter what your childhood so. was like. You, yeah. you, you know. But a 17-year-old? Mm-hmm. Should he get a chance at 57 to do it all over? I don't know. Yeah. And at 57, 
And what your do those life 40 is over years anyway? Do, do well, you in prison? I don't want to say your life's over, but yeah, what did the what did yeah you know? So do do we risk that forty years of prison time didn't change you, and maybe you're changed now because you're an adult, but you're also changed because of prison. Yeah, so because prison shaped you. Yeah, juveniles are. I I really love studying juveniles because it's just never a clear answer yeah a, a not that any criminality is yeah. criminality i think i made that word up mm. criminology whatever i'm smart whatever <laughs> but um i think it's one of the reasons i love crime in general is because there's so much to question and mm. there's so much to learn but juveniles are a whole other ball game, ball game because you know i look at like you know our little brother who's 17 and i go would I want him to be judged 40 years from now for a decision he made today? And now- but I also, this is because we've grown up in situations with, we've, for lack of a better term here, I know a Kyle. Right. I know I right. know a Michael Bargo. I know a, you know, an Amber. Right. And maybe because I'm biased for some of the things that have happened regarding that person in our life where I'm just like you're the same person right. because you keep doing the same shit right. that you did when you were 15, 16, 17 years old and you're still doing it when you're 35. Right. And not to, you know, not to beat a dead horse of what we're saying, but I did I had to I had to write a paper a couple weeks ago about what what is enough time for a criminal to spend in jail? <clears throat> and I struggle as a person who studies the criminal justice system and someone who truly believes that if our system works correctly, it can work. Mm-hmm. And I am also someone who truly believes that not everybody locked up deserves to be there. Right. And... Or got a fair trial. Yeah, that they they didn't get a fair shake. They don't belong there. And that they, with some help, they can become better people in Mm -hmm. our society. I truly believe those things. But I struggle because we do have people that we know who I don't believe are worth a damn. Mm -hmm. And so, like, how do you say... Like in my paper, I wrote, when does it become, when does the criminal justice system become just simply revenge? Yeah. Because it were, if it was up to me, this person who has hurt our family would be locked away and throw away the damn key. Right. But then again, I'm a person that believes not every human deserves that. Right. Or yeah. is worthless like that. So. It's, it is a hard line and it's, um... I want to say you don't really know until you're in that situation, but obviously I would hope that I was never going to be in jail or have a situation again where we've had someone, you know, who could go to jail or do, I, I just, it's just, uh, the justice system is a very complicated a very complicated uh, person, situation, whatever you want to call it. Oh, hell yeah. Um, you know, there is a lot of gray area, I think, in certain things. And 
sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. Right. So. Yeah, there was a, I was just trying to look it up real quick to end on a, um, and I don't know that I can find it, but, um, our beautiful, beautiful Barack Obama, (laughs) I love him. Mom still wants to have him over for Sunday dinner. <laughs> oh um, my god, our she family's did, like, just, nuts. Just give him a tweet. See if he wants to stop by. Yeah, he'll come right the fuck up. <laughs> I can't find it, but he had a quote basically saying, the only difference between us who are not in jail and us who are in jail is that those of us not in jail had a, a better shake. A better, a better chance, a better, like, and I, and I believe, like, you know, all of us can be criminals very easily. Oh, yeah. The only difference between those of us who are in jail and those of us who are not is 98% of the time, those people in jail didn't have the, the, the life that we have to back up our bad decisions. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, we have made bad decisions in our life. Mm-hmm. We just happen to have parents who loved us through it, helped us through it, showed us a different way. I just want to be clear here. Angie and I have never shot anybody. No, I or, never. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not I've saying. never robbed a bank. No, or... no, I did. I did accidentally steal sunglasses from Sears once. I remember. And you called me and I you were devastated. so upset. And I was like, well, if you go back in. <sighs> it was awful. I Talk about right and wrong. <laughs> I'm like, if you go back in, they're going to arrest you immediately. She did. She was like, well, you can't return them. They're going to arrest you. You're on camera. No, I, I put the sunglasses on to try them and I put them on my head. I walked through the whole store with them on my head. I checked out with them on my head and I got home and I touched my head. And I said, oh. <laughs> but the lady at the register didn't even know that she you had did. sunglasses de- with a tag dangling so from them. This is how much of a criminal I am. I called the store and said, this is what happened. What do I do? <laughs> and the lady was dumbfounded. She was like, I don't give like, a fuck about uh, some $15 sunglasses. Yeah. She's like, I guess if you want to walk walk back in and just put them down somewhere. And then Jessica's behind me going, no, they're going to arrest you the second you walk in. <laughs> no, I think I, think I also, uh, because I used to work there, uh-huh. I think I also was just kind of like, the people that you're going to call, they aren't making enough money to give a fuck. To give a shit. Also, the 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 $10 to $15 sunglasses that you tried on that were that are overpriced, I'm sure it costs some little kid made them is 50 cents for I labor. Probably the reason Sears went under cuz I stole Yeah, cuz you stole those sunglasses. stupid sunglasses. But um yeah, so when I say that we're criminals, I'm like I'm I'm to this day devastated that I stole sunglasses. And then I didn't return them cuz I was afraid to go back to the store and mom was like, "Well, why don't you wear them?" I threw them away cuz I was too scared to wear them. Cause you're like, you ain't gonna. Somebody's on the streets gonna know yeah. that that was me in that video. <laughs> yeah. and they're gonna be like, look, she's wearing the evidence. Also, Sears used to have um, someone who would, uh, you know, watch the cameras That's for shoplifters. So if they if they didn't see it, like you couldn't have just, ma'am, throw ma'am. this still on your head, and you would you would have shriveled up and died in I, embarrassment. Yeah. But yeah, you would have been but that like, would have been okay. better than being a thief. Oh man. Well. <laughs> 
<laughs> my criminal oh, activity. God. That was a good story. Thank you. I Thank hope you. we recorded it better this time. Let us pray, because if not, I'm washing my hands. We're done this with this case. thing. Yeah. We're done with it. Well, that was episode four of Unbeknownst to Me. And unbeknownst to me, I, we will never know if we will get our shit figured out with this <laughs> technology. But um, thank you for coming over and recording. It was a it was a good story. Thank you. Let me go um, get rid of the nasty taste of this Duncan's <laughs> sad excuse. For pumpkin I'm calling them home. tomorrow. You have to because I'm I'm so upset. get somebody get Duncan's you Duncan on the horn. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay.